I'm me. I'm this podcast. I'm this song. I'm this intro. Dad, stop. You're embarrassing me. Really? All right. I'm you, Dad. Good call, honey. Great call, actually. Now, newcomers and all, once again, I'm you is just a term to make fun of everything and anything. It's simple terminology that people have caught on to throughout the years, and I'm sure you'll catch on to it easily as well. Welcome to part three of Amu's greatest calls of season one. This one is definitely one of my favorites. I get into Blue's Clues and how woke they've gotten, which is, uh, it's awful. But more importantly, I get to bash Colin Kaepernick again. And when I say again, yes, this story is still relevant. This dude, I'm him, okay? He's trying to get back in the NFL after, after his Netflix special where he said the NFL is like slavery. And I'm that. And now he wants to go back to the NFL, you know, sort of like slaves wanted to go back to slavery. I'm that. I'm him. Enjoy part three of our greatest calls. And and don't forget to go back to part one and part two if you have not listened yet. Okay, now this story has been like marinating for the last couple of weeks for me. And it it just gets me, you know, I got to get into this garbage here. You know, Blue's Clues. Yes, people. Blue's Clues is about to get called. We are going to play Blue's Clues because that's a really great game. Yeah. Really quick, my generation, we grew up as preschoolers with shows like, you know, Romper Room, The the Great Space Coaster. You know, we learned things like manners, making friends, eating vegetables. You know, normal toddler to preschool topics. But on this fucking debacle, okay, a gender-sensitive identity, whatever you want to call, parade going on. Listen to this, please. Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. These papas are non-binary. They love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Trans members of this family all love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big Parade, come join the fun! Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah! hurrah. Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah! hurrah. Ace, by and pan, grown-ups you see, can love each other so proudly! And they all go marching in the big parade, oh yeah! I also forgot to mention that there's a bunch of animals on these floats going by in this, in this big parade! Or whatever the fuck it is. Gee, Mr. Spicoli, I don't know. You know, people are like, well, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Well, you realize how hard that is as a parent? Because you really don't know what's going on when you're watching these programs. I mean, you look at these shows that are aimed at like three to five-year-olds, you know, to reinforce like basic morals and ethics you've been teaching your, you you know, to your children. But, But on that, like shows like this, parents don't pay attention to, okay? Parents are simply there. We're there, okay? We're with the child while they're watching it, but we're supervising them, you know, so they don't put anything in their mouth or, you know, wander into a danger zone, you know? And and we do this while their kids are watching shows to enhance their education, motor skills, et cetera. Because I can't tell you how many episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, uh, Team Umizumi, Special Agent Oso, freaking Bubble Guppies, the what were they the barn yardigans i'm the barn yardigans by the way i can't tell you how many episodes i sat through of those shows and i had no clue what the fuck was going on literally just staring at the screen and drifting into outer space bored out of my fucking mind wondering if there's light at the end of the tunnel called early parenthood run to the light caroline run as fast as you can 
Now, don't get me wrong. If I hear something over and over again, I'll catch on. You know, I still sing. What time is it? It's time for lunch. What time is it? It's time for lunch. That's from the Bubble Guppies, by the way. Or that fucking hot. I'm that hot dog song at the end of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. All right. That song could suck a dick. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears. It's time for cheers. That song is forever embedded into my head but 98% of the time I am not paying attention to the plot or whatever show it is Team Umizumi with Bot as he's trying to figure out the best shape circle or square to put into the vending machine to get a bag of gluten-free veggie chips okay and my whole point here is that parents they wouldn't notice this big gay al parade going by on the screen with same-sex animals that all want to fuck each other they're just not gonna I mean, we entrust these programs to provide fun and informative information that a four-year-old can actually use at that age. I mean, really? I'm a fucking pansexual. I'm that, okay? My youngest baby daughter finally learned the months of the year, okay? And now I have to explain the difference between an asexual panda bear and a non-binary self-identifying fucking turtle. I'm that. Actually, I'm me. I actually had to look up pansexual. I thought pansexuality was like somebody who liked to jerk off in the cookware aisle in Sears or something. I had no clue. But here's my biggest gripe with the whole thing, okay? And I will discuss after this next sick lesson given to a bunch of six and seven-year-olds without parents' consent. Listen to this one. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he... I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm them using my name in that, by the way. <laughs> what the did I just watch? You gotta be kidding me. Nope, this is not a joke. All right, it's real. Look it up. I mean, it sounds like my uh, Bluey the Dog episode I did on here, which was a parody, but obviously they took my advice. This is from a $55,000 a year school. It's sort of like the school where I, I brought up in a previous episode again, of when mom and dad, you're not supposed to say mom and dad anymore because it's offensive. That kind of school. These people are fucking psychopaths, all right? I'm them. Now, who in the hell do you think you are that you think it's okay to discuss with my kid topics that he or she should be having with their parents? I mean, shit, why stop there? Why don't you talk about death, divorce, heroin? Explain blue balls to a little five-year-old boy. Why don't you do that while you're at it? I'm you. Now, they didn't ask any permission from the parents for this lesson, and I'm that. They just showed why this is the biggest call, and this is why it's the biggest call of the whole thing for me. Now, my wife is an eighth grade English teacher, okay? She teaches, or she's been teaching the last, what, 10 years, the book To Kill a Mockingbird. You know, the story about Atticus Finch, who defends an innocent black man uh, and saves his life from like an angry, ignorant white American. America at the time. And this book right now is on the process of being banned, by the way, because it has the white savior as the main character, which makes me laugh because I know libtards today. I know, I know you don't want to hear this because they think they are the greatest, nicest, most caring, enlightened human beings in the world. And I'm them. I think I'm better than you. Now, but listen to this, and I know it's going to bother you, but it's the truth. You ready? There were a lot like a millions of white saviors because there needed to be to stop the madness our country once had. One color couldn't have done it on its own. They needed the help and they got it, which is why our country is the safest and greatest country to live in in present day. Yes, we're not perfect, but we are the closest thing to perfect in this world today. But regardless, so my wife has to send an email to parents asking for permission to read the book because of the N-word that is scattered all throughout the book. 
because the book was based in the realities of the time and actually was ahead of its time with the supposedly white savior as a lead. I mean, people don't realize that literature like To Kill a Mockingbird contributed to people understanding the wrongs. But regardless, you know, she has to ask permission to have her class read this historic piece of literature. Which leads me to my call. There's no permission needed to talk about penises and clits and masturbation to six-year-olds. I'm fucking that. You know, I'm willing to bet that whosever idea this was for Blue's Clues, for example, that they don't have kids because they don't realize how difficult it is for parents to explain sometimes the easiest topics to them. And you could say whatever you want about sexuality, even heterosexuality, whatever. It's hard to explain to children at that age because they're so innocent. And it's a lot more, it's a lot harder for working parents you know, I know, I know there's those rich moms that stay home and, you know, you have all day to make game plans to talk to your children. But I hate to tell you, the majority of lower class, middle class, even middle to high class Americans, they don't have that comfort. And, 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 and that's where this problem comes in, what they're starting to do behind our backs. And it's messed up. And I'm them. I'm a hater because I can't relate to gay pride. Call me homophobic because I don't want to date guys. K-tight. I, for one, I'm not surprised the world declined along the way. Give trophies to children for losing just because they decide to play. We exercise our right to vote and hate the politicians. Hey, this is a democracy. It's partly your decision. Hey, this is weird. Feels like this a different year. If I identify as a female, then will my balls and penis disappear? Children want a gender switch and hating men is feminist. Depression and anxiety are trendy. We're too sensitive. Invented 80 genders. Mad the world is not accepting it. Then gave them more attention than normal women and men can get what a contradiction being human is so tragic focus on minorities ignoring all the masses hallelujah everyone activism save the planet no more plastic straws and paper just paper straws wrapped in plastic congratulations okay guys i'm gonna jump right into this okay i'm the progressive libtards getting all upset tim tebow might get a shot in the nfl again when colin kaepernick is not okay because, you know, oh, it's racist. See, I told you. Well, Tebow's white and he gets, and then Kaepernick's black. <gasps> uh, yeah, I, I'm you. Just stop. Stop raising. Oh, but wait, but wait. Did Tebow kneel too when he prayed? Yeah, so does 75% of the players in the NFL. They all pray. They all believe in God. Sorry, libtards. I know most of you are atheists, but that's the way it is, okay? Oh, God, get him. He's this magical man. He doesn't fucking exist. But most of all, I just refuse to get into that discussion between Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick because it's a waste of time and a waste of breath, all right? Simply the fact that Tebow is trying out for another position, tight end, and Kaepernick is living this fake-ass facade of a life as a civil rights activist. I mean, that should be proof enough for anybody with a non-biased mind not to even get into this conversation, but I do want to talk about Kaepernick. So I want to explain something to my listeners here, okay? This is where the media fools everybody. And I'm not going to lie. You know, there are times when I hear a news pundit's view on a topic and, you know, a topic that I'm not that advanced on. And I use it as a talking point in a conversation or a discussion. Okay. I do the same thing. So I'm not going to come down on people that hard on that. You know, everybody does that. But with Kaepernick, see, they can't fool me because I'm me, all right? And I have serious issues when it comes to the NFL. You're insane, John. I mean, seriously, like I may not be able to remember the chemistry periodic table or know all 26 or 27 amendments or however many there are in the Constitution, you know, but I for sure can tell you 
What happened in the Dallas Cowboys season finale against the Green Bay Packers in 1989 when we went 1-15? We lost. We being the Cowboys, although Jack Del Rio did return a long fumble or interception for a touchdown in that game, which may show you I am nowhere in life. But in this certain instance with Colin Kaepernick, I'm the media, I'm ESPN, I'm CNN, I'm MSNBC, I'm pro football talk, I'm even U.S. Senators like Cory Booker the other day, you know, where he was saying um, Kaepernick is not a starter in the NFL because he was blackballed for a peaceful protest. So I just know that he's gotten an awful deal. It's, it's, he is an extraordinary athlete uh, who had his career sabotaged by people that were against him doing what some of the greatest athletes of all times from Arthur Ashe to Muhammad Ali have done. And that is absolutely not even close to the truth, all right? He's not in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen, and people who may identify as a woman, man, squirrel, droid, freaking Twinkie, whatever. He's not in the NFL because he fucking sucks. Boo, you stink! I remember that timeline like yesterday, so you can fool all the non to intermediate football watchers out there, okay? But you can't fool this loser who can quote NFL dates faster than a Clinton killing a pedophile in a high security prison. We are fortunate to be alive at this moment in history. So let's get right into the seasons where numerous defensive coordinators had already figured out Colin Kaepernick's predictable quarterback play. And that would be probably around 2014, okay? Two years before he was blackballed, all right? his play already started to decrease big time. So fact, 2014, Colin Kaepernick goes eight and eight. Now, some people say his poor play led to Jim Harbaugh, a fantastic coach, by the way, leaving his head coaching position, but that statement is not a fact, so pretend I didn't say that, so I'm me. But it is a fact that the 49ers gave Kaepernick a huge contract and suddenly his play was predictable and he was beginning to get shut down in multiple games by multiple defenses. Fact, 2015, he starts the first eight games and starts the season two and six. And on that, I'll say that one more time, okay? That's two wins and six losses. That's including one game where he threw for a whopping 67 yards and threw four interceptions. No, this wasn't a little league plantation wildcat game. No, this wasn't a high school game, okay? It wasn't even a beach flag football game, no. This was a supposedly star quarterback throwing for 67 yards and throwing four interceptions and four quarters of football. That's horrible. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. So finally, in week nine of that season, after starting out two and six, he's benched for Blaine Gabbert. Now, let me give you a little history on Blaine Gabbert, okay? Blaine Gabbert came from Jack from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was, uh, he was the starting quarterback for them, but due to his poor performance... He was forced out of Jacksonville. So now he's on his second team. Jacksonville just gave up on him. And this is the quarterback who took over for Colin Kaepernick, somebody that another team didn't even want. So this guy, Blaine Gabbert, starts the last eight games of the season. So basically, Colin Kaepernick is benched for his pathetic, horrible, predictable quarterback play 282 days before he took a knee, okay? Once again, I'm Corey Booker, and I'm you saying that the reason he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL is because he participated in a peaceful protest. On that. Now, on to the 2016 season. Now, this to me is the most interesting fact that nobody talks about, okay? Colin Kaepernick and Blaine Gabbert have a fresh start 
under head coach Chip Kelly, okay? They are both competing for the starting job. Now, on August 26, 2016, it's first reported by the media that Colin Kaepernick once again stunk it up in training camp and lost the starting job again to Blaine Gabbert. Now, I'm just curious, can anybody else tell me what happened on that day, August 26, 2016, when he told he wasn't the starting quarterback for the 49ers anymore? Can somebody tell me? Hello? Hello? You know I got to do a Ferris Bueller soundbite, and I'm me. So predictable. Bueller? Bueller? Oh, well, if you haven't figured it out, that's right. Some Squidward-looking fake-ass activist, lying piece of shit, con artist, took a knee to protest the national anthem. Squidward! Hip hip! Oh. Hip hip! Oh. It just so happens, the morning it's reported, August 26, 2016, that Colin Kaepernick is no longer the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, he decides to take a knee during the national anthem during a preseason game that night. So basically he was just pouting like a little spoiled rich kid because let's not forget, he grew up with white privilege, being adopted by white parents where they gave him an affluent life. I want an umpa now! So another thing, okay, the game he kneeled in for the first time was the third preseason game, okay? Now, for those that don't really follow the NFL, the third preseason game is the only preseason game where your first team starters are playing a good portion of the game, usually the first half, you know, the first quarter and second quarter, your starters are in the game. So it's kind of like a like a, a dress rehearsal, like a very advanced dress rehearsal where they're showing the world, this is gonna be our starting team going into the regular season, okay? When uh, Squidward found out that he wasn't the starting quarterback, somebody was pouting because his white parents wouldn't buy him that new PlayStation game, huh, Colin Kaepernick? shirts i wanted a toy now do you know how i know this was a temper tantrum it's because not a damn thing was ever said by him on social media that i could find or anything said out loud i could find or said to anybody else i could find about social justice before he took a knee i can't i can't find anything so please if you can find something go ahead try to find it but most of all not one dollar donated to any social justice platform from that $40 million he made in the NFL until after he took a knee. Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Huh. Interesting, huh? And here's the thing, people. He was known to pout, okay? Why don't you Google, um, Google search the Miami Dolphins hat incident, and that will show you what a child this fake prophet is, okay? Just do that on your free time, and you'll see. That's just, a, that's just a minor example of how this little kid acts, okay? This little spoiled white privilege kid. So basically, the guy had no clue what he got himself into by bullshitting, you know? But man, did he run with that image. And he failed miserably along the way, which anybody can tell you with a little bit of knowledge of history and common sense. Basically, he reminds me of a busboy, okay? Now, follow me here. He reminds me of a busboy who works at an exclusive high-end fine dining restaurant who lied on his application and said he used to be a cook. One night, two cooks don't show up, and he's thrown in the kitchen and told to make dry-aged tomahawk ribeye tacos with a side of summer squash avocado. And here you have somebody who barely knows how to work a microwave. Sounds kind of familiar to me, but whatever. Okay, here's more proof he didn't know what he was doing. Well, put it this way. So this guy, this moron, goes to South Florida and decides to praise the Cuban dictator, communist, piece of garbage Fidel Castro before a Miami Dolphins game. I'm him praising Fidel Castro in South Florida. 
you understand how ignorant that is. Him praising Fidel Castro to South Floridians is like somebody coming into my Italian mother's home and praising ragu spaghetti sauce while she is making her own fresh sauce from scratch. Should we tomato sauce for your ass? It's the Italian version. But I would say his most predictable and horrible display of being a con artist is him dressing up like a generic Black Panther action figure. And here's the thing, Michael Vick, okay, a quarterback who has fallen out of favor of a lot of people, and rightfully so for his animal cruelty issues. He actually called out Kaepernick's hair. He basically said, what are you doing with your hair? That's what he said, something like that, to that context. Like, like who are you fooling almost? You know, he was saying that because suddenly he adopted a hairstyle he never had before pretty much in his adult life, which believe it or not, Mike Vick was pretty much saying, I'm your Afro. But here's the thing, Vic, you can be his Afro, all right? I'm his leather jacket, I'm his leather pants. I'm him claiming he's a civil rights activist by signing a multi-million dollar deal with Nike who has Chinese sweatshops where their child employees are treated like abused animals making the shoes he endorses. And what's funny is Google the, the group, you know, Black Panther pictures from the 60s, okay? And look how angry they are. And rightfully so. You know, they're in, their, they're in the outfits, they have the Afros, everything. They're pissed. And they should have been at that time. Okay, now you flip back to Kaepernick wearing his generic Black Panther action figure costume and he's smiling everywhere. He's smiling, like these people aren't smiling because they're actually upset. You're smiling because you're fooling the public. But I get it, he's so oppressed he can't stop smiling, right? He's so damn oppressed people, I get it. I'm him. Get your Colin Kaepernick action figure today. Get yours, get yours, get yours, get yours. Comes with portable afro, leather jacket, leather pants, light blue polo shirt, khaki pants. Also comes with a San Francisco 49er jersey. Bench for him to sit on is not included. Automatically goes to one knee when the national anthem is played. Also comes with a pullback arm, or he could throw a football. Use caution with his throws. This action figure tends to overthrow and miss its targets. We love our Colin Kaepernick action figure, especially when I can't play with my Blaine Gabbert one. It's awesome. White parents, white uncles, white aunts, white nephews, white nieces, white cousins are sold separately. All right, everyone, that's going to do it for part three of our greatest calls. If you haven't listened to part one or part two, go back and give it a listen. And do me a favor, please subscribe if you haven't. And give me a follow on Instagram too, okay? At um, you Podcast. If you don't subscribe or follow me on Instagram, guess what? Yeah, I'm you. <laughs>